This is episode number 20. Woohoo! Yeah. We should have like a anniversary celebration or something. Yeah. Episode 20 and today is Thursday, September 19th. I'll have a chug of beer for that. Yeah, there you go. I had just for dinner Cal what's that Carolina hot chicken sandwich with oh, like nice. ghost pepper sauce. Oh, oh, sweet. And my god, was it hot. And You'd I be loving a, that in the morning. I had yeah. a little piece of ghost pepper stuck in my retainer. Oh, oh man. Oh, I, could, I could not get the fucking thing out and it burnt so Ugh. bad. I had some beef jerky last week that had uh, ghost pepper and Carolina Reaper pepper like ground up and like you know dusted oh, on it. Oh man, I could feel its travels all the way throughout my uh, oh, in my oh, intestines. Oh. So I knew where it, at any one point where it was located. Oh man, that's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's not, they had the option of Carolina Reaper, but I was like, I don't, I don't think I can handle that really. I mean, the ghost pepper, I I can handle ghost pepper, but this thing was drenched in it, and it had little pieces of ghost pepper on it. And Ugh. a little piece that got stuck in my retainer under my front teeth. And I was like, God damn. Now my, now my like, roof of my mouth is raw from me trying to get it out with my tongue. <laughs> uh, anyway. Let's talk a little bit uh, horror movie news. Okay. A yep. um, couple, couple uh, great things. I think we talked a little bit about it uh, on the last episode. Um, the remake of... Uh, Black Christmas. Yes. Yeah, yeah we saw the trailer. We the saw trailer the trailer. It's amazing. When we went to go see it. A bit different, Check but I, I think I like what they're doing with it. Yeah. Yeah. It looked really good, though. Yeah. Uh, I'm very, uh, I'm, I'm eager to see it now. And it comes out fr- uh, December, Friday the 13th. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah, right? <laughs> the fact That's that it's fr- Friday the 13th in December is awesome, too. Yeah. Yeah, so that is pretty amazing. Um... So looking forward to that. Um, posted, of course, um, by you, uh, Chris, is uh, the 4K restoration of Evil Dead. Oh, it looks good. Did you yeah. listen? To, did you watch the clip? Yeah, the sound is great. Great! I can't wait to own that one. <laughs> like I have the whole collection of. Evil. In fact, the other day, my daughter and I watched a remake again, the Evil Dead remake from what was that, 2011? Is that the one that came in the Necronomicon? Yeah, I want to say, uh, yeah, maybe 2011, 2012. I really yeah. liked it. I thought it was good. I lo- I loved it. I thought it was a great reimagining of it, and they put a little nods to the old stuff in there. It was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, but I'm very eager to see the the uh, 4K restoration of the original. That's pretty awesome. Uh, and I wonder how they made that even happen, because the company that owns the rights to the original movie was not for like any of those special editions and shit. Really? Yeah. The, uh, Sam Raimi always talked about how he had such a hard time with uh, uh, the rights to that movie. Hmm. Yeah, so that's pretty pretty interesting. Um, have you seen the latest trailer for uh, the Shudder Creepshow se- uh, series? Yes. Yes. And that looks pretty good, too. I think that's uh, next week. I think that comes out. Yep. Yep. It's going to be on Shudder. Yeah. 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 Which is really, I just canceled my HBO, so maybe I'll pick up Shutter for a month or two just so I can. And Shutter's not. I don't. Shutter's not that expensive, is it? I I don't know how much it goes for, to be honest with you. Yeah, there's um, really nothing on HBO right now. Yeah, so I canceled I'm, I'm my HBO because I haven't been watching it, so I figured. Accident myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, let me really, see. Really there, there's a seven-day. They got a seven-day free trial. Oh, sweet! Um, Sign up for it like next Thursday when they and uh, it's four ninety-five a month. That's not bad. Four ninety-five no. a month for horror. Oh movie. yeah, that's yeah. not bad. For some reason, I thought it was more than that. So are they going to do it like uh, Netflix, where they'll just release ten or fifteen episodes? No, because when I read about it coming out, it's it it's it. I think it's a couple episodes like. Between the 26th and then October 31st, they're going to, I think, maybe like once every couple of days or something. Or I, I couldn't kind of okay. exactly get it, but it doesn't seem like it's just going to be one dump of all the all the episodes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, I think I'll sign up for that for a couple months, see how that goes. Looked like there's a lot of stars in it, though, from the uh, from the trailer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. And yeah. some cameos. Is yep. uh, Adrian Barbeau and... In one of the episodes, I think. I think I, I think I did see her in one of the uh, like a, a real a quick glimpse of her. Yep, that's awesome. Uh, more hard news: Stephen King's new Netflix movie, In the Tall Grass. Wow! That's oh, we just watched the trailer yeah. of that uh, right before the show tonight, yeah. and it looks awesome. And yeah. now that story, that book was written, co-written by him and his son. Oh yeah. Uh, his son goes by the author of the pen, Joe Hill. Oh, okay. okay, all right. I yeah, because I did Hill see that. And, and I was like, who, who the hell's Joe Hill? Joe Hill is jo- Joseph King. He uh, didn't want to uh-huh. ride his dad's coattails, so he used a pseudonym when he wrote his first five books. Wow. So the two of them co-wrote it then? Yeah, together they wrote this book. Sweet. Uh, and it's getting, it's one of those, uh, I remember, uh, I think if probably last year, one of the episodes we talked about Stephen King's uh, exclusive deal with uh, Netflix for several right. movies, uh, several of his books being turned into uh, Netflix exclusive movies, like uh, we talked about fourteen mm-hmm. tw- was it nineteen twenty two, yes. um, uh, Gerald's it? Game, Gerald's Game. Uh, so there's a bunch of movies still yet to come. So this third, this is what the third or fourth one. It looks one now. good too. It looks really good. Yeah. Now th- it looks the Stand remake is that going to be Netflix? Because I saw they've started casting that, and it's yeah, a pretty I, good cast. I don't know if that's if that was Netflix or not. I haven't. Uh, <laughs> that's a good question. I don't remember if it was Netflix or Hulu that has what. Uh, because I think it was. I thought it was something that they were talking about. Um, ABC. Uh, you know, now you say that, I think I do remember seeing ABC. Because remember, uh, he had an exclusive deal uh, and first right of refusal with ABC for years. Mm-hmm. Uh, like with all his, his his books being turned into like miniseries. Remember like the, the Storm of the Century and like, yeah. you know, all those like miniseries. So I don't know. Langoliers. I, yeah, Langoliers, which was horrible. The, the special <laughs> effects and everything was just uh, horrific. <laughs> Uh, but they had they even what was another one that they did they did uh, Tommy Knockers there was there was a bunch that they did they redid the Shining yeah the Shining remake was pretty good I think I didn't think it was bad uh, yeah but I I know that it's uh, let me see uh, does it say where it's gonna be I'm looking online here uh, yeah I saw Alexander Skarsgård is playing uh, uh, what's his name um, the hell's the Walking Man's real name. Uh, Shit, I forget. It's been a while since I read that book. So it it says that um, CBS Films owns it in Vertigo Entertainment, so, but it doesn't hmm. say where it's going to be. Hmm. So it might wind up being on one of those TV series. Uh, so this this website here has this information. Might be old. Yeah, very good, very good. Um, let's see what else we got going on. We got. Rob Zombie's Three from Hell is getting rave reviews. I saw it. Uh, uh, what did you think of it? Uh, it was awesome. I loved it. So really? we went. We went Monday night to see it. Uh, some uh, Kim and I and a friend of mine and his wife, 
And forgetting that it was a special event, we uh, we showed up about 10 minutes late, figuring that we had some time to kill because of trailers. Yeah. There was no trailer, so we missed, like, the first 10 minutes of it. Oh, geez. Yeah. Uh, and so we, we missed probably a good por- a part of it because Otis was not in jail. Um, and Sid Haig apparently, well, he's not in the rest of the movie. So. Oh, geez. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, it was awesome, though. There was a lot of good laugh lines. Really good brutality. Um, it was it was a really good movie. I liked it a lot. Yeah, well, it got some pretty good reviews, and um, I was watching some of the uh, the people uh, at the premiere in L.A. La- uh, what was it? Two nights ago, they, mm-hmm. they did a premiere in L.A., and everyone was saying how great it was. And even uh, they interviewed Glenn Danzig, and he was there and said he loved it. And Danzig has another horror movie come out: a spaghetti western vampire movie. Um, oh, really? Yeah, I don't know if you know about uh, Verotic. So Glenn Danzig released a movie called Verotic, which is a anthology based on stories from the Verotic comic books. Um, I think I remember when I was talking about this, maybe like Yeah, I think it might have been two, two ago. episodes ago. So he, he released it uh, as a premiere in Los Angeles, and people laughed at scenes that he didn't intend them to laugh at. And, <laughs> and he was so upset he at it. first. Yeah, he was upset at first, but then after the second premiere... The same laughs happened. He kind of is just rolling with it. And now um, it has premiered across the country in multiple different locations. And he's he says not going to go to VOD until late next year. Oh, wow. Uh, he's going to keep doing these miniature promo- miniature uh, like little events mm-hmm. with Q&A sessions. But um, this uh, place, uh, I, can't, I forget the name of the theater in, in L.A., they've picked it up for every Saturday night at midnight for the next oh, six months. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Cool. So they're going to try and set that up as the next, um, you know, kind of Rocky horror, uh, B, yeah. B, nice. B comedy horror movie. Well, yeah, if it, has a, if it has comedy elements that yeah. weren't intended, but they still are funny, then, yeah, it'd be perfect. Yeah, so it may be set up perfectly like that. So he's embraced it, more or less. Nice. And he says pre-production begins uh, next week on the Spaghetti Western vampire movie, which he says is he's going to aim for making that one. <laughs> To be a, a com, uh, bit of a comedic, uh, nice. I, I, I would see that. Yeah, you got to embrace if it's if it turns out <laughs> lame, you got to embrace it, uh, right? If people, yeah, are, if people appreciate it for how how, how right. funny it is, right. then, hey, yeah. So I meant. To I do. mean, you got to you got to think of that movie, The Room. Remember The Room with <laughs> that guy, yeah. uh, Tommy Tommy Wiseau or whatever his name is. Uh, he spent all that money trying to make a serious movie, and it became like a cult comedy uh, classic. Yeah. Um, Pretty amazing, yeah. So that's that's cool. Um, so he was at the premiere of Three from Hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a lot of people actually at the premiere. I was looking at the the feed last night on the um, Press Telegram newspaper here in uh, Long Beach. Yeah, I saw he was on uh, on Twitter today. He thanked everyone who showed up and said that they exceeded their expectations for you know how well it would do. Yeah, yeah. And I think now the the funny thing is like all these movie companies would not pick up the distribution of his of the movie because his last couple movies were flops uh people now are saying hey this is really good and investors should start looking again at funding some of his new projects ideas well i think the problem too is is it it, it's not it's not your your modern day horror i was telling craig this uh last night um it, it uh it, it's it's a 70s horror movie which you know I, I think that's what he was going for right right and there's some there's some some brutality in it that you know I think is just you don't see in horror movies anymore like it's gritty it's dirty 
Like, there's a scene. There's a scene where where baby's chasing this naked lady across the front lawn of the house, and there's some old lady across the across the yard, like sucking on her oxygen tank, and she just brutalizes this <laughs> naked lady right there in the grass, nice. like stabbing the crap out of her, laughing, and so like nice. it, you know, it's 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 intense. Nice. And I think a lot of people shy away from that kind of stuff anymore. Yeah. Sadly. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's the thing about, you know, when you look at House of a Thousand Corpses and you look at um, The Devil's Rejects, it was Rob Zombie embracing that 70s, dirty, gritty kind of horror yeah. movie. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. And it was great for that, and I think that's what made them great. Uh, yeah, it, it does exactly. Yeah, it has it. the Texas Chainsaw uh, Massacre elements. Most, most, some, most of his movies do, I think. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah. Just that weird, wacky family and, the like you said, the dirty... So I did see it's coming out, I think, on Blu-ray in October, so it's not going to be that long till you can, you know, own it. Awesome. Really? October? Yeah. Th- this October? Yeah, in October, and it's supposed to have, like, like four hours of, like, director's stuff and, you know, behind-the-scenes Yeah, I just saw that. There's going to be a documentary in the making of all three movies all wrapped in. Yeah, you'll get that. You'll get that when you get, if you buy the Blu-ray. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So I, I think I'm going to buy this because, you know, I, I, I like to see the behind-the-scenes stuff. It just, it just. I mean, the movie. It's co- for for a horror movie. It was it was fun, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It's, it was kind of like a family comedy horror. Yeah. In a weird way. <laughs> That's great. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, American Horror Story, nineteen eighty four. Yeah. First episode last night. Yep. Kicked off last night, and uh, Jessica Lang says she, it's unlikely that she'll be appearing in any future seasons. She's done. Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah. Boo. Yeah, I liked her. Yeah. It was good though. I liked it. But Kathy Bates, was she in it? No. 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 Last night there was there was only a couple of the uh, the older cast and and they weren't even like older older. They were like some, you know, like uh, Emma Roberts and um I forget who the other two were that I recognized from other ones, but I think I saw that um Evan Peters is supposed to be in the season, but he wasn't in last night. Yeah. It was good though. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, let's see how the season goes, you know, from one episode yeah. in. We'll see where it goes from here. Uh, I, for one, am embracing the idea of a cheesy uh, 1984 American Horror Story. Oh, and it was that, too. I was telling Craig, because he, he hasn't watched it yet, the, uh, the the opening, like, the theme music. You know how they always have that creepy, yep. like, weird, like, yeah. this was, like, totally 80s. It was, like, neon lights and, you know, like, yeah, bright. And, and my understanding and is from the writers and directors that this is exactly what they're aiming for, was this... Uh, David Hasselhoff. Yeah, a, a classic <laughs> 80s, uh, cheesy... It's, it so was. It so was. Yep. Yeah, so we'll see how it goes. And the music was good, too. Yeah. Um, was it like an original score? Or no, no really? it was like they had like Def Leppard and uh, yeah. I forget. Nice. Um, uh, what was the one song? Like, uh, I can't remember the name of the group. Like, it was kind of like a new age kind of thing. Okay. I can't remember the name of the group that did it. Gotcha. All right, and we're looking at um, Midsummer, which was uh, the episode I'm actually editing now to post. <laughs> uh, the Blu-ray release comes out in October. Nice. And it is the cool. director's cut. It's three and yeah. a half hour long movie. Ooh, wow. And the reviewer said after witnessing this comprehensive vision of the director's actual ideas, nearly in over three hours, all the reviewers have said they're happy to say they prefer the director cut in spades. Really? Yeah. They say it's more complete. The story's more complete. Less gaps. Wow. 
Okay. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's good to hear that. First of all, it wasn't a horrible movie as we as we reviewed. No, it. I liked it. Um, yeah. But to hear that it's even better and more comprehensive and better, you know, you can understand it so much better with that right. little extra stuff that ha- didn't have to hit the cutting room floor to make, you know, a, a theater presentation. Um, yeah. That sounds interesting. I'm interested in seeing this. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, so that's great. And that comes out, that's supposed to come out at the end of October. So I'm going to have to buy some acid or something too before. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Um, uh, Dish Network is presenting um, 13 Stephen King movies for oh, the cool. uh, month of October. Oh, yeah. Well, that, that's a promotion, yep. isn't it? Like they're They'll give you $1,300. $1,300 to watch 13, binge watch 13, which isn't a, a, you know, it's not a huge goal, but uh, oh, I could, they give you some, I could some be merchandise binge watch and stuff. Thir- 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 that's movies. pretty cool. <laughs> Before uh, Halloween, it is, yeah, too, right? Yeah, yep. So that's pretty. That's pretty awesome. Um, let's see what else we got going on here. We have. Uh, uh, oh, I saw another uh, another Bloomhouse uh, remake is coming out. Uh, they're working on uh, the Craft. Oh, really? Oh. They're remaking. Yeah, I just craft? saw that today. Um, I think they've got most of the cast. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I recognize one of the girls from. Um, there was that show that was on uh, Netflix, um, The Society. I yes. think the one girl I, yeah. I recognize from that, but I liked. I thought that was a pretty good movie. That's um, awesome. And they, you know, they they they've been doing some pretty good remakes. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Bloomhouse is doing uh, Black Christmas. Yes, yeah. that's correct. Um, they actually, uh, yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, the, I mean, when it comes to horror movies lately, it seems like they're the people to go to. Them and yeah, that, them uh, and A twelve. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say that. Is it A12? A24. A24. A24, yeah, A24. <laughs> I cut it, yeah. cut it in half. Uh, but those guys, uh, between the two of those studios, they are cranking out s- and funding some of the, and distributing some of the best uh, horror stuff out there right now. It's good someone's um, doing it. Did you... Uh, in fact, for the craft, I think, let me, uh, they've actually announced the four leads uh, for the roles. Oh, did they get all four? Yeah. Uh, let me see. Do any of them look familiar, I guess? Like I said, the one girl I think I was I recognized from the Society on yeah, Netflix. Yeah, yeah. I don't like these names. Don't ring a bell. Zoe Luna, Lovi Simone, Gideon, Gideon Adelon, and mm. Kaylee Spaney. I, like they don't, you know, they're not. They're cute. Cause let me tell you, because we're old. Yeah, we're old. We're old, and, we're and they're hip, teenage girls. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, I mean that's great. Um, yeah, that's that's good. Um, let's see. Um, uh, right, uh, we talked Creep Show already. We talked uh, uh, that. Um, let me see uh, the remake of Rabid. Uh, no, I didn't. I don't know if I saw I, it. That I was posted that up on our on our Facebook. Uh, David, oh, did you, you know what? Uh, okay, David Cronenberg is um, is uh, doing it. So hmm. it's uh, it's going to be interesting. Um, the original release, I think, was like 1977. Oh wow! Like I remember watching Rabbit on VHS. It, I, I think it was 1977 or 78. It came out. Fantastic movie for its time, but this right. trailer looks even better. Like this is it, the trailer. Just when we go, that is awesome. Uh, and actually, when I posted it up on 
uh, on our uh, Facebook page, it was like, oh shit, they're remaking Rabbit. And I posted the trailer, the the Cronenberg trailer, just freaking amazing. Uh, of course, you know. <laughs> special. So, so did, did Cronenberg did the original one as well? Yes. Or? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's freaking awesome. Um, I also posted a bunch of crap up on uh, Facebook over the weekend. I was feeling nostalgic, and I and I I typically don't watch um, the Amazon Prime video, mm-hmm. but in the course I don't either. In, yeah, yeah. In the I course of three days, I watched three classic horror movies. I watched um, Ghoulies from 1985. Ah, uh, Ghoulies. Yeah. They do have a good selection of horror yes, movies. Yes, they do, and to, great classics. Ghoulies great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ghoulies from 1985. I watched The Gate, which looked excellent. It was in HD, which is awesome. Oh, nice. Oh, cool. Uh, um, so that is awesome, right? Uh, you can't... You can't uh, what was the kid's name that was in that? Uh, shit. I forget, I forget who was in Ghoulies. It's... Um, yeah, I don't remember. I just remember like the little like or I mean gremlin the gate, looking weird gate. weird things. Um, what the hell is that freaking guy's name? Uh, I mean, I gotta Google it. Damn it, Stephen Dorf. Stephen Dorf. Oh, Stephen Dorf was yeah. It's a little kid. He was like Holy seven crap. years old. Wow, I didn't realize that was him. Yeah, he was the main character, Stephen Go- Dorf, man. Uh, that was awesome. It's been a long time since I've seen that one. Yeah. Uh, and then what was the third one I watched? I didn't post anything on the trailer about that. It was the, because I think I posted something last year about it. It was that 1980, uh, the, uh, were that. I think they had Return of the Living Dead on there, too. Yeah, they do. They have a lot of stuff on, on there. Uh, there was a, that, that Love Potion one was another one I was thinking about watching. That's a new one that looks like a, a 1970s thing. Uh, hmm. It's like Love Witch or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we watched a trailer together at some movie or something like that. The Love Witch? Yes. It came out in 2016, yeah. but I looked at the trailer for that, and I'm like, yeah, I might watch that, too, because it has even even the video quality is like of a 70s B-movie horror. I think that, that trailer was uh, when we went to go see uh, A Quiet Place. Yes, that's right. I think that's they right. showed the trailer for that. That's right. Really? The Love Witch, yep. I that. Huh. Um, but that one, that one looks pretty good, too. Uh, but I was kind of looking for I was looking for a particular movie, and I don't know if you guys remember it. Uh, Nineteen seventy nine, was it seventy nine? I think it was seventy nine. It was called uh, Nightwing. Do you remember that? No, I don't. I, no, it doesn't ring a bell. It was about bats. Hmm. <laughs> um, like vampire bats, or yes, vampire bats. Hmm. And it was in no, Ar- it, it was like in the Arizona desert, and they were like draining cattle and shit to, down to like empty. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And yeah, who yeah, was I the main that. character? That that English actor, fuck. Uh, David Warner, David Warner. You know, uh, he was like in uh, shit. What movies was he in? Were the roses? The Tempest, Julius Caesar. Uh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he was in Twin Peaks, Lois and Clark for a while, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two, The Secret of the Ooze. He was in Star Trek: Next Generation, uh, Time Bandits. He played the bad guy in Time Bandits. Oh, okay. 
right, um, yeah. I was, I, was like, I was like, I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, I, in Time uh, Bandits, he was like the dude in the in the costume with the long nails and the the weird. You know, he was the 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 lead bad guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was he was in uh, Nightwing, uh, which. I don't know. It's not available anywhere. I looked everywhere. I looked at every streaming service everywhere. Huh. There was a limited edition Blu-ray double feature that came out years ago. Apparently, it wasn't a very popular movie, but as a child, it scared the living piss out of me. And for some reason, out of nowhere, I was like, man, I want to watch a, that movie about bats. What the hell is it called? And I started Googling, and I found a movie from, like, 99 or 2000 called Bats, which was garbage. Uh, and I'm like, that's, <laughs> not, that's not the one. There was this one It was like a... There was this like Indian guy who was like a shaman and there was an English guy who was like vampire bats. I totally remember that now that you're, you're describing Yeah, yeah, and they're like, no, they're out I in don't. the woods and that chick, th- who's that chick that she was really cute back in the day? Catherine Harold? Catherine Harold. Yeah, that was her name. Um, she was in like The Hunter, Modern Romance, you know, Larry Sanders show she was in for a while. Um, but she was in it. It was it was good. It was I thought it was a great movie. Scared the crap out of me. I'm sure the special effects, if you look at them now, are garbage. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it was. It, I know that I looked it up, and it's like it was directed by this guy named Arthur Hiller, who never did a horror movie in his entire life. Really? Yeah. So, uh, but they they apparently shot the film in Albuquerque, uh, in New Mexico, and Santa Fe, New Mexico, and. Um, it's like in the desert, and these vampire bats, you know, kind of infested this cave, and they come out at night and like kill everybody. And they built this like giant fence made that was electrified. So if the bats tried to get them, they would like electrocute the bats. It was it was it was pretty exciting as a kid, but I you can't find it anywhere. So now I'm gonna have to try and see if I can download it illegally somewhere because it's not available, which is a shame because it's one of those classic horror movies that I really thought would have been on Amazon. It wasn't there, and it wasn't on Netflix. And you can't even get it on freaking iTunes to buy it. Well, that's like that one you guys uh, always talk about that uh, I haven't seen yet um, uh, that Peter Jackson did. Is it oh, Dead Alive. Yeah, Dead Alive. I can't find that one anywhere either. Like yeah. I've, I've been, I wanted to watch it because you guys are talking about it a lot, and I, it's another one I can't find. Wow. Uh, they also announced Terrifier 2 is going to have a co-star. Yep. Yes, a female clown. Uh, I don't know about that. Yep, yeah. yep. They brought in some chick, and she's really cute. Lauren Lavera. She is going to be Art the Clown's co-star. I don't oh know boy. if Art, Art doesn't look like he needs a sidekick. No. I mean, he doesn't talk. He doesn't do anything. Like, yeah, but uh, now he's going to have know. a girlfriend that doesn't talk. Uh, <laughs> they have the perfect relationship. Yeah, don't they don't have I to say like anything to each other at all. I don't know if I, I like that. I'm going to hold off on judgment, but i got to say yeah. right now I'm a little disappointed to hear that. Yeah, it's a bit bumming. But they did post, uh, they redid Art's um, face prosthetics. So if you look at their uh-huh. Facebook page, they got some great photos of his new prosthetics. Oh, sweet. I'll uh, check it out. And they also have... Um, I don't think you had to mess around with this costume, though, either. You know, I think it was... No, nah, I think like the costume looks great. They, just, they wanted to accentuate some of the, like, the cheekbones and shit. Yeah. Uh, so they're kind of changing it up a little bit. So they posted like a new version of his uh, face mask, okay. uh, and and a picture of his uh, new side chick sidekick without her makeup on, of course. And she's pretty cute. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. Uh, but yeah. So that's pretty awesome. Um, uh, Terrifier Two um, is crowdsourced, and they raised over a hundred thousand dollars in under twenty four hours. Uh, so this is an Indiegogo project, and they're kicking it off, uh, and they start filming shortly. 
I was going to say, is that campaign still going on or is it done? Uh, no, it's done now. Um, it looks like they. Let me see if you can still contribute to it. Hmm. Uh, yeah, let me click. Let me see. Yeah. Uh, no, it's already done. Uh, ah, but they raised two hundred and fifteen thousand um, dollars. Nice. It's funny because they set a goal at fifty thousand. Uh, oh, and that's awesome. they've achieved 430% of their targeted goal. So that means people really liked the first movie. What's not to like? I mean, I, I thought it was great. Yeah, I thought it was great, too. And I'm excited to see what they do with it next. Uh, you know, a sidekick, I don't know. I'll reserve judgment. We'll see what happens. Yeah, that's what I said. I, 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 currently, I don't think I like it, but uh, it, it could work I'll out. I'll tell you, though, the girl is cute. She is cute. Yeah. Uh, let's see, it says here. There, in the trailer, there are three clowns, but the girl, there's a girl. All right, they have a picture of it. Okay, so, yeah, she looks pretty terrifying, actually. Oh, nice. Yeah, so that, that I'm excited. I'm excited. We'll see how it, we'll see how it turns out. I'll reserve judgment. You know, I'm excited. I I I, I got a feeling that they'll do an okay job with it. I hope so. Um. Anything else we need to talk about? Let's see, Zombie Land Two, Double Tap. You know, to me, when I'm looking at that trailer, I'm like, yeah, ten years have gone by, dude. Yeah, yeah, I, that might be one I wait for it to come out. Yeah, on, like you know, what, digital. What is the what is the point right now? Yeah, I don't. I don't think I'm gonna rush yeah, out. They should have done it right away. I don't know why they waited ten years. They couldn't get the funding. I mean, the thing made a bunch of money. It's got a cult following yeah. too. Yeah, that doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. Uh, Sam Raimi's back into the horror game too. He's got a um, uh, he's producing a feature adaptation of a short story uh, film that came out a couple of years ago called Bedtime Story. Oh, um, interesting. That looks pretty good. You know, Sam Raimi he's he's still got the horror chops. They were teasing something too about uh, James Wan getting back in the horror movies too. That is awesome. James Wan makes fucking great horror movies. Yep. M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong. Yeah. He's got he uh, two, two, I think, yep, right? Two slated. Two, Universal two slated. signed a contract to him for two movies. So that, that's. Yeah. He's, he's, again, one of those guys that's hit or miss. You know, one hit of my favorites of his of late was that. Uh, um, split? No, the, the split wasn't even that great. Uh, it, I mean, it was good, but the the, gr- oh, the visit, the visit, <laughs> oh yeah, the still fucking visit. That one, that was it. And we were talking about that. That, that was the grandmother. Yeah, I still had vivid it, fucking dreams. It, it chapter two, yeah, and it chapter right. two. That's right. She was the what was her name, Mrs. Uh, I don't remember Merck or something like Mrs. that. Mrs. Merck, something, something like yeah. that. But yeah, she was the. The grandmother from the visit, yeah, and yep. it was almost like the same, almost s- similar character. Yeah, because she was buck, like buck naked in both movies. Yep, like <laughs> running around like crazy, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> buck naked old lady in two movies. Yep. Nothing makes a horror movie better than a naked old lady. That's right. Around. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Uh, and and we'll do we'll touch on one more story that I just read about and I wasn't aware of, but this one's kind of nice. Uh, Tony Collette, right? You know her from. Uh, um, yeah, from uh, Hereditary. Hereditary. Uh, she is going to join the cast of Guillermo del Toro's new Nightmare Alley movie. So I guess okay, she had a nice. taste of horror movies, and she's ready for some more. Cool. Uh, that's yeah, awesome. She does a nice job. Yeah, I, I thought she was good in that movie. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, our top five this week is what? Top five uh, practical favorite practical effects. effects scenes. All right. Or movies. Uh, movies? Uh, I picked scenes, but okay. Well, okay. Yeah, I mean, either way. Yeah. So we have this week it is Chris Craig Sal. All right. Okay. So um, my, uh, again, I picked scenes, but uh, most of the ones that I picked scenes for, I mean, there was a lot of special effects, I mean, practical effects in the movies anyway. So my number five was uh, Alien, the uh, the chest chest buster scene. Oh yeah, you know where the, uh, yeah. the little baby alien pops up out of his uh, his chest, and I mean that that's, that was creepy. And it, you you had said I think in the one episode that uh, none of the other cast knew right. what was going to happen there, that's right? Correct. Yes. So the horror on their faces when they got drenched real. in like that fake blood was real. <laughs> yes. Okay, my number four, and this uh, I think this somehow works its way into m- my top five list one way or another all the time. Um, the the um, Nightmare on Elm Street, the uh, bloody bed yes. where um, where Johnny Depp gets sucked down in there mm-hmm. and then splattered all over the place. I mean, that, that was a lot of blood. Yeah. Um, number three, Evil Dead Two. Um, the uh, when when the uh, the wife of the doctor in the basement, Evil Henrietta. Yeah. She turns into that just big fat like nasty demon thing, and then like like her head like. Pops, pops off and Dude. becomes like this big snake head, Dude. and then he he just starts like dismembering her with a chainsaw, and pieces of her f- are flying all over the yeah. place. I mean, that movie by itself, I mean, is just a, a treasure trove of, of it's all practical. awesome practical effects. Yeah. Um, number two is uh, the thing, the uh, the chest cavity scene where they're trying to resuscitate that guy with the uh, the oh paddles. Oh my god, that one and scared the crap out of me. That that's that is oh. a classic. It, and and it, it, that scene just extends, too, because it goes from the chest opening up and chopping off that dude's hands. To the fucking head to turning into a spider. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that, that whole scene right yeah. there was just, like, oh, yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um, so that's my number two. And my number one is from Hellraiser. Uh, oh. When Frank returns in the attic, oh, the final resurrection yeah. in '87. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah. He comes back. And when he when he comes, he's just like his whole like corpse, like from his brain to his like you know intestines, all just start like reforming yeah, goop. right there on the floor. And his ex lover, who is like his brother's wife, yeah. stands there and watches him as he's like like you know reforming on the ba- yeah. on the floor. Yeah. And all the rats are like scared and shit and run all over yep. the place. Yeah. So that, that's my number one. I had uh, two uh, two um, honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. Uh, the one is uh, Poltergeist. Uh, it's the scene where the guy peels his face off, like he's oh, eating a chicken yeah. chicken leg, yes. and he and he sees like the maggots and stuff on it, and then he sees the steak like on the yeah. thing, and he runs to the bathroom. Dude, starts, I can't like, tell you how much that terrified face. me as a kid. Dude, and he yeah. just like starts peeling his face off, and it was just like uh, that was that was just all. Yeah, like the, scared the, the crap out of me. The bathroom light flickers a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and then my other one was uh, from Dust Till Dawn. It's a scene where uh, a sex machine is a is a vampire, yeah. and uh, George Clooney like flicks the uh, the whip and like yanks his head off, yeah, yeah, and oh. kicks it across the floor, <laughs> and then then all of a sudden it, he just his body transforms into this like giant rat creature. Yeah. Um, and I, that's uh, you know Tom Savini, which you know the, yep. is the god of practical effects, right? So so that's my list. Awesome, that's a great list. Thanks. All right. Uh, my number five, I went with Poltergeist. The face-ripping scene? No, I'm, oh. I'm actually, the reason a lot of people don't know this is 
uh, towards the end of the movie when they're in the pool mm-hmm. and the skeletons pop up uh, out of the mud mm-hmm. in the water, those are actually human skeletons. Oh, really? They're like they used real human skeletons. Oh, nice. And I think they did it for an effect, you know, just to scare the people even well, more. I'm sure it's weird. But, yeah, those were real human skeletons in that pool. But, I mean, there's a lot of, like I said, just a lot of good. Yeah, I mean, the, the movies know, that. The clown. That's that's a practical oh, yeah. effect. You know, that's probably stop motion, you know. But, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good ones in Poltergeist. Uh, my number four, I went with The Fly. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Yeah, that's a good Dude. one. Jeff Goldblum. Dude, the, the, yeah. you're talking like the last part at the end. Yeah, when he yeah. finally turns into the fly. Yeah, like when he turns, yep, when he turns his into the fly. His face, like, splits it, apart. Yeah, yes. finally turns oh. into Brundle fly. Yep. <laughs> it's, it's actually, like, really gross. I mean, like, it was that's one of those ones, like, you Cronenberg felt, like, sick watching it happen. Oh, yeah. The Cronenberg You felt classic. bad for the guy. Yeah, you just felt bad, you know, really sad for the dude. Yeah, David Cronenberg movies, man. That, that's the classic right there. Yep. Uh, my number three, I went with Dead Alive. Uh, that lawnmower scene, <laughs> that was a practical effect. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. Yeah, <laughs> I have no frame of reference. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, pretty bloody gory scene. Uh, number two, I went with Evil Dead 2. Yeah. I mean, there's so many scenes in that movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, the whole movie. The whole movie's just practical effects. Uh, my number one, I went with American Werewolf in London. Uh, also a good one. <laughs> That's just uh, that was groundbreaking. The, uh, yeah, it was the, the transformation. Yep, the transformation from human to the werewolf was that just like blew my mind when I was a kid. Nice. Just watching it, I was like, you know, uh, how do they do that? That's awesome. Uh, yep, and then I had two honorable mentions. I did go with the thing as well. Um, no part in particular, just a lot yeah. The of good the, uh, the the kennel scene with the dog too, when the when the alien oh. like takes into the, take the dog, yeah, and its face splits apart, and then like the other dogs like later on like morph it like it, it was uh, yeah yeah, <laughs> and uh, Pumpkinhead. Oh, I yeah. forgot about Pumpkinhead. I, just, I thought that was just a cool creature. Yeah, I yeah, like, I, fr- I totally perfect. forgot about Pumpkinhead. Yep. So good list. Good list. Well, list. now you're gonna hear why I'm laughing because, dude, we have so many things. The same. <laughs> my number five. My number five. Again, dead alive. The lawnmower scene. Like, okay. Th- when it comes to practical effects, you have to see it. <laughs> that like is you. like, it goes down in. I, I, mean, I think any horror website or any horror review will tell you that Peter Jackson's Dead Alive or Brain Dead, as it was called in Australia. Yeah. That when he walks through the crowd of zombies with the lawnmower upright. And body parts <laughs> are like flying everywhere. That scene is so iconic. Like that yep. between that scene and the scene where his, his dead mother was banging that fucking thing. At, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. Oh, but geez. between those two scenes, that that movie will never leave my head. It's gonna be there nope. forever. Uh, yep. That's my number five. That's great. My number four is Scanners. Uh, oh, the wow. dude when his head fucking explodes. Head explodes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. a lot of horror movies have tried to do the head exploding thing. You know, we we yeah, talked about failed. it a couple a couple of weeks ago when we talked about uh, Deadly Friend with the basketball to the yeah. head. They don't quite pull yeah. it off. Scanners nope. pulled it off sweetly. Like it was yep. in a way that just you can't. It's it's often. Imitated, often duplicated, rarely imitated, right? 
Yeah. Do we know how they accomplished that? Was it like I don't uh, know the I details. Did see, I I did see something on how they did it, and I I don't remember, but I did see somewhere. I think it was one of those Halloween specials. Yeah, that's my no, that's my number four. My number three is the thing, and and again, this isn't the he- the hands going into the body is great, but when his head comes off, grows legs oh, yeah. and crawls across and it's the fucking like connected, room. It's like a worm yeah, or whatever. Th- th- yeah. uh, that that part is just insane. <laughs> That that that's whole scene right there yeah. is creepy as yeah. shit. Uh, my number two is again the fly of when he did the final transformation to Brundlefly. Again, the yeah. Cronenberg movies. I mean, R- Rick and Morty made fun of it for a reason because <laughs> that stuff is yeah, just insane. Um, but the the fly, that final transformation is it's insane. Disturbing. Uh, and my number one, American Werewolf, the the initial transformation into the werewolf. Uh, while uh, a Bad Moon Rising is playing in the background, and uh, yep. and uh, they do the close-ups of his hand, and just that whole scene there was like nobody did anything like that up until that point. Yeah, and even the acting, like you could see, like the pain, right? Like on his it is it that is like the iconic Rick Baker special effects. Like yep. when he did that, I'm sure everybody was like, how the hell did you do it? And even, I think we talked about this again before, when we talked about top werewolf movies, uh, American Werewolf in London was my number one, but number two behind that was The Howling, because the same special effects crew that was working under Rick Baker worked on The Howling, and they left hmm. uh, They left the, ca- uh, the, the team from American Werewolf in London halfway through the production in order to do their parts in The Howling. The Howling, oh, wow. their, their special effects were great. You know, the guy's jaw moving and the bubbling of the skin, but it didn't cover, like, the shit that American Werewolf did. They show his back changing, his, like, spine. Yeah. You see, like, his spine is shifting around. Like, the, the special effects in that were just fucking stellar. Unbelievable. Yep. And my honorable mentions, uh, I've got only two of them. One of them is The Blob 1988, the remake. Um, yeah. There's a scene where the girl oh, is in dif- dissolve the people. Yeah, well, there's a scene where the girl is like in a um, the one girl is inside a um, uh, uh, a call booth, you know, a phone booth, and she's trying to call somebody and call her boyfriend and get help. And you see this dude that was standing outside the phone booth trying to get in, and like his body gets mashed up against the window, and you see like his skin peeling off of his face as he's tapping on the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was just insane. Um, Good shit. Yeah, that that's just crazy. And then my my other one is Alien, of course, the original Alien, the chestburster, for the same reason mm-hmm. that we talked about, which is, you know, um, they had no idea. Yeah, John Hurt, you know, great actor John Hurt, uh, being the first time. Think of it this way: like when they film that scene, number one, it wasn't like a typical horror movie where the girl is like the first victim. Instead, mm-hmm. you have John Hurt. A, a man, nonetheless, uh, they're standing there just kind of talking when they filmed that scene. They didn't tell anybody how the first, you know, alien was going to appear. So they're at that diner scene. They're talking, you know, on in the in the dinner room of the spaceship, mm-hmm. and then he's like chest pain and falls back, and bam, blood like shoots everywhere, and this thing busts out of his chest. I I just love every time I watch the movie. I think about the fact that uh, what was that girl, the actor, uh, Veronica Cartwright. The, the the blonde, the girl that was in the mm-hmm. movie. The expression on her face when that thing busts through John Hurt's chest is just, y- you can't duplicate it. True horror. True horror, yes. True shock and awe for the entire cast of that movie, I'm sure. Okay. 
fantastic top five list. I, nice, good yeah. list. Yeah. Um, hey, something popped into my. We were talking about the classic uh, horror movies on uh, Prime Video, and I think they do have the Company of Wolves on there as well. Really? I think I saw that. Yeah. If you want to go back and watch that one again, that's that was one of my favorite werewolf movies. That's awesome. Um, all right, so let's talk it chapter two. Um, I've seen it twice. <laughs> so have I. So let's 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 stop right here, and we're gonna do spoilers to everybody. I hope that everyone that listens to this podcast has already seen this movie. If not. You're just not the right horror fan for this podcast. It's it's about two weeks now. Yeah, yeah you, you need to go out and see it right yeah. now. Yeah, it is a fantastic, fantastic follow-up for the first one. Let me tell you, the first one set the bar so damn high. Right. I'm going to go far and say it, this didn't quite capture what part one captured, but it got damn it near close. close, man. It did. I, I feel the same way. Like I, I said to Craig before we saw it, like I said, you know, if, if you give the first one an A, I would give this a B plus. I mean, yeah. and it's probably like a B plus right on the cusp of an A. Yeah. I mean, it just, it was really good. Yeah. There, there has, the, I mean, this movie, I, I can't say enough how great it was, how surprised and delighted I was at how good this was. Yeah, he, and they did such a great job of making the like the adults look like the like that's the thing. The, the casting was just amazing. That's the thing, and the fact that they did a transition, like if they started the movie with them as kids, right? Yeah, they picked up where they left off when they left, and they did their little blood pact with each other, right? They did a mm-hmm. great transition, and they showed some scenes that happened after the movie ended. You know, some scenes of them together or whatever. And it did such a great transition that your emotional attachments to those characters that were developed in the first two hours of the first movie carry over to these new characters. You believe yeah. you believe that what you're seeing is those same characters older. As adults. Yeah. And I was telling Chris, too, when we were leaving the theater, they did a nice job with uh, the kids. Like I, I think they like really went right back and did some filming before the kids got too old. Because they they looked about the same age as as they were from the first film, right? Yeah, they they must have shot those scenes like the same times they shot the first one or something. Because you know when you, when you if you watch the um, kid from Stranger Things, Stranger Things, yeah. like he looks much older now, and he looked Richie, like he looked, yeah, you know, they they looked the same age. Yeah, yeah, from film to film. Sal, do you know uh, dollar wise what? Chapter two did compared to chapter one. You know what? I don't. But let me look at Box Office Mojo and figure it out. Curious to see if it did more or. Yeah, I uh, I, I loved Bill Hader as Richie. I thought he was awesome. Yeah, it was fantastic. And the dude that they got to play Eddie, holy crap, was like it seemed like it really was like like Eddie. Yeah, well, my favorite older. thing is they did an interview with him, and he goes, "You know what? I I didn't read the books. Instead, I studied my character. I studied the kid. I watched the first movie a bunch of times, and I just picked up on his mannerisms." And he did great. Yeah, and that was perfect. That was a perfect thing to do because it did fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And Jessica Chastain was great as um, uh, Bev. Bev. So, um, opening weekend, they did $91 million. They were ranked number one for two weekends in a row. They grossed $338 million worldwide. Um, it 
chapter. Oh, it's still playing though too. It is still playing. In all fairness, we it we still could be number one right. this week, but but their yeah. worldwide take for the last one was seven hundred thousand. So they're halfway, more, they're a little more than halfway, halfway there. there. Yeah, yeah. And I think the other one it stayed out in the theaters for quite some time, right? Like yes, it, it did. It, it was there for like two two months, which you don't see for movies much anymore. It, yeah, it yeah. was in theaters for fourteen weeks, so that's a pretty long. Yeah, time. and this may be because it's closer to Halloween too. They might keep riding. Yeah, I mean, if people. I mean, think about it. That first movie is in for fourteen weeks. This one's only been in for thirteen days, one point nine weeks. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's pretty yeah. pretty damn good. So yeah, I think I think they're gonna pull off uh, matching, perhaps even beating that. Um, the director did say in an interview that he has additional films uh, scenes that he filmed and had to cut. Um, oh. He also had scenes that he wanted to film but didn't have time to. And what he wants mm. to do is for the Blu-ray release to do a master edition, which will mm-hmm. be the two movies back-to-back uncut without all the oh, cuts wow. from both the first movie and the second movie, putting in all the scenes that he filmed and had to cut. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, that would be that would be pretty awesome. Make for a long day. <laughs> it sure would. I don't know <laughs> if you could watch it in one sitting, right? Because the first movie, two hours and 49 minutes, was the second movie. The first movie's two hours. So you're talking... Almost five hours of freaking video, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that would be quite, quite the, uh, the chunk of a day. Uh, but let me say, uh, we'll start off by saying, you know, the introduction, introduction of the kids all over again, was great, right? Showing you them uh-huh. where they left off, and then showing you the adults in their lives where they're at. Uh, mm-hmm. Getting the phone call from uh, Mike, right? Um. That was awesome. And I love how they carried out exactly what was in the book, right? Yeah. Which was uh, the death of, uh, what's his name? The, the Stanley. Stanley, right? Because in the book, he commits suicide by slitting his wrist in the tub. Um, yep. Uh, which also, he does write letters about taking himself out of the game was the speech of the book, uh, which they pretty much did in this movie. Um, mm-hmm. Which yep. is fantastic. Um, there were a ton, a ton of great little um, winks to the fans of the of the books. Um, things that you know, it's funny because one of the things that they that they didn't do in the first movie, and I was so sad that they didn't, was the was the Paul Bunyan giant chasing. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, what's the I name? enjoyed that. One. Yeah, that was cool. They find they did it in this one. That was fantastic. Loved it. Scared the crap out of me when he first uh, when he, when he opened his eyes up and he was like right there in his face. Yeah, this isn't real. This isn't real. I jumped. He opens his eyes and bam, Paul Bunyan's in his face. So that is awesome. Yeah. Uh, and like you said, Bill Hader, amazing. Ah, uh, he was great. Amazing. I, probably my favorite part. I, I mean, it was a great movie, but I think Bill Hader is probably my favorite uh, favorite part of the movie. Yep. Uh, vi- and the comedy, yeah, the comedy sort of helped too, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, jokes. Yes, it was it was pretty awesome. Uh, Mrs. Kirsch, the scene yeah. was so much more than what was in the trailer, which I loved. Yeah. Because I was so afraid that the trailer was kind of giving away that whole scene, but yeah. then when they showed really when she came out of the kitchen, <laughs> holy, holy <crap>. fuck! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My daughter closed her eyes. She was like, "Ah, <laughs> it's too much." I'm like, wow! I'm so glad that that was more than was in the in the uh, trailer. 
That was fantastic. Um, and it's funny because in the book, which they didn't kind of show this, but when she's sipping the tea, like in, in the in the movie, she's like sipping the tea, talking to Mrs. Kirsch, and no one in Derry really dies, really ever dies. Yeah. And as she's sipping the tea, she makes a bit of a face like the tea doesn't taste good. But in the book, I don't know. Have you guys read the book? I don't know if you've, we talked about no. this. In the book, the the teacup was full of excrement. Like it had it had oh it had geez. Like old lady shit in it, and yeah. <laughs> it's really gross. Nasty. But they kind of hinted at that, I think, in the movie, which I thought was a nice wink to like readers. Like, yeah, there's a cup full of excrement. She just took a sip of She's it. She's drinking poop. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's great. So, and, and you could tell by her face, like something isn't right. But they didn't kind of show you a turd floating in the fucking that was poop. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Hanky was taking a bath. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but that I that was pretty awesome. <laughs> um, the 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 um, the scenes I think where each of them have to face um, where they're trying to find their, um, their their like talisman or whatever. Yeah, their li- their little totem that they have from yeah. from that time in their life uh, was really the the part where Beverly is like. Um, the bathroom in the bathroom and the blood is coming in and then each of the people that have harassed her and abused her in her life are like banging on the door and then there's that scene where the the kid what was the kid's name that they pushed down the well and he came back all crazy but Henry Henry, yeah they show Henry coming into the bathroom door and he's like here's Johnny yeah (laughs) that was freaking an awesome callback to Stephen King's uh, The Shining and the cameo yep the, st- the cameo of Stephen King, which, by the way, yep. uh, everyone keeps talking about the fact that he was making fun of himself because notoriously, yeah, with the book yeah he's not great at book endings. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that was just great. There was a great theme throughout, and then when he said it himself, I was like, oh, that was, that was yeah. great. Yeah, he's just like uh, getting it beat into his head a couple times there. <laughs> I hated the ending. <laughs> <laughs> and then what was, the, what was the thing that he said to him when he bought the bike? Uh, Oh, oh, uh, about uh, outrunning the devil. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Um, I forget what the line is. Yeah, it's not because it hasn't, it sat in the window for like 20 years. Yeah, and then he said something to him like, yeah, it's a little aged. <laughs> it's not going to go that fast. Uh, but that, that was great. Um, um, Eddie going back to the pharmacy. Oh, that was creepy. Uh, when he goes down into the basement and finds his mom tied up. With that, like, crackhead, oh like, God. junkie oh or whatever. Oh, my God. Like, that and guy his was fucking tongue. Ugh. 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 That's so gross. Yeah. Uh, also, the, the like callback of the scary, not scary, really scary. Oh, yeah. And the, the Pomeranian was in the one. <laughs> it's not scary at all. Oh, yeah. That, that was a great scene. That was great. That was a great scene. Uh, the other thing how, that how was a little confusing for me is the beep beep. Now, remember, in, in the origi- in the book, the Eddie Eddie's the comedian, and he, he always is kind of like winding up all his jokes with a beep beep like a, like a clown, because in the book, Eddie's afraid of clowns. And that's kind of what uh-huh. I hinted to at the end of the first movie. He's like, what are you afraid of, Eddie? He's like, fucking clowns. Right. Uh, but they never did. Yeah, because he went into that room and it had all those different clowns right. in it. And they never, they never did the yep. beep beep, except if you remember in the first one when Pennywise jumped out of the casket. Yeah, he did say beep beep, He goes, beep beep, beep, beep Eddie. 
but it didn't. There was no context. Like if you read the book, right. you're like, all right, I know what that means. But if if you didn't, like he doesn't say beep beep at all in the whole first movie, and then in the second one, he doesn't say it again. But uh, what's her? Bev says yeah, it, Bev right? says to him, beep beep, Richie. And I'm like, what? That, it doesn't. That, they, they, he threw it in there, I guess, as a hook to readers, but it doesn't make sense to anybody else. I'm sure if you didn't read the book, you're gonna go, what? Beep beep, Richie. What, the, what does she fucking mean? Yeah, I just knew it as a flash, a callback from the previous movie. Other than that, I, you know, yeah, I thought it was odd that that she said it to him. I was like, well, that's yeah, yeah, exactly. If you didn't read the book, it doesn't make any sense. But I think I don't know if that was a nod to to readers or or I, I don't know. Maybe maybe it made more sense with maybe something that got cut out. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, and, and how close was the uh, the two kids that were eaten? How, how close were they to the book? Like the Victoria under the bleachers and the kid in the House of Mirrors. The, the under the bleachers was in the book. The House of Mirrors kid was not in the book. That was a great scene. I like that, that scene, though. He was bashing really his good. face against the, the yeah. glass yeah. trying to break that, it. And that, was, like, that was actually pretty amazing. What also... Like, just crazy. And then all of a sudden, his face just busts through it. Yeah. And what also was also directly out of the book was when he goes back home, when uh, uh, Bill goes back to you know the street where he was, and he was at the sewer there, and the kid that comes by on a skateboard, and he confronts the kid and tells the kid about being safe and whatever, and the kid goes... I can't be. You can't be safe with a skateboard. You know that that yeah. line that, that came like right out of the book. Hmm. Um, okay. I, I I thought it was funny that both uh, both Richie and uh, Mike, uh, not Mike, um, Bill, uh, harassed that kid. <laughs> yeah. They both grabbed him, like yelled at him, and shook him. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. Well, I thought the kid was gonna cry at that first one at the beginning when when yeah, uh, right? when Eddie was going on him. I'm like, oh shit. And he goes, geez, buddy. <laughs> It's from your lines. It's one of your lines. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That was good. Or, or, or even the fact, everyone kept saying, well, you know, how come they didn't get in trouble for smashing shit? It's a movie. you got to suspend some level yeah, of that, belief. That right? uh, waitress, she's like, is everything okay? Yeah, and he's got a chair in his hand and he just got done smashing the entire table with the chair. That was pretty creepy too. Like all the fortune cookies, like like the eyeball and like the fetus yep. and like the, the, book. the baby chicken. Yeah, all from the book. And the bat wing. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was kind of creepy, like all that, and then there was like the heads floating around in the aquarium. Yeah, that was. Uh, they were singing something too. I couldn't. I I tried like the second time I watched it to see, listen to what it was they were singing. I couldn't yep. place it. And the, and the scene at the very beginning where they beat the crap out of a gay and throw him off the uh, bridge, that was right yeah. out of the book. In fact, that was Stephen. Oh, was it really? That was Stephen King's inspiration for the entire story, because while he lived in the town of um, um, Bangor, Maine. That exact situation happened. Some oh, drunk geez. guys beat up a gay man and threw him off the bridge, and he drowned. Um, and that he used that as the basis for starting the story of it. Huh. <coughs> yeah, there's, in fact, there's uh, when I w- when I did the when I went up to um, was it last summer? Um, yeah, it was like the last August. I went up to uh, Maine with my daughter, and we. We spent a couple of days in Bangor, Maine. We did the Stephen King tour, and we went to his house and all that. Um, th- uh, the tour guide talked about, you know, the fact that that was Stephen King's inspiration for the beginning of that story was was <laughs> the 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 gay guy got beat up and thrown off the bridge. Uh, so that that little scene there is right out of the book. In fact, it is at the beginning of the book. Um, yeah, that's pretty pretty wild. Um, 
the great thing is, so when I moved out here to Los Angeles, right, I did the It experience, It Chapter 2 experience. Um, yeah, and the, the pictures you took look just like that <coughs> yeah, fair. In fact, yeah. that's what they had set up. So they had the fair set up. It was kind of cool because in order to do the It experience, you had to go to the It, experience, it Chapter 2 experience website you know, during a certain day and buy tickets. And when I went online, they were all gone. Like, they were gone in minutes, right? Wow. And then I got an email that said, hey, you know, if you still want to do it, all you need to do is pre-order your IMAX tickets and bring your IMAX ticket stubs to the standby line, and they'll let you in without having to oh, get cool. it, without having to buy a ticket. And I was like, yeah, all right, I'm going to do that. So I bought uh, my IMAX passes, and my daughter and I drove up to uh, Hollywood about 15, 20 minutes from here, um, up at the corner of Hollywood and Vine, and we got to the standby line the line was wrapping around the freaking block wow but the standby line didn't have anybody in it and i went up and, I, and he goes hey do you have a ticket do you have your scheduled time and i go N- i don't have a ticket but i got imax um tickets for the you know that i pre-ordered and he goes go ahead right in oh sweet <laughs> yeah. wow so we went in and w- we were uh, the fifth person in line it was pretty awesome cool um but before you go in, there was like a little fair set up where you could shoot the water guns to blow up balloons and the heads of the clowns where you shoot the water in their mouth. They were all shaped oh, like yeah. uh, um, Pennywise. They had... Okay. Um, and they were probably red balloons. Yep. I'm yep. That's right. They had. They also had um, the beanbag toss. You throw the beanbag at Pennywise's uh, clown heads to knock them over. And they had a bottle toss where you throw the little red ring to catch a bottle. Um, I won first place in the balloon thing, and you get a little red ticket. So at the end of the event, you got a special prize. Um, oh, cool! What'd you get? I got a Pennywise sticker and a coupon for an Impossible Whopper. How's <laughs> 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 uh, the? Did you did you have the Whopper? Yeah, I did. It was awesome. <laughs> Let me tell you, those Impossible Whoppers—they taste like a regular yeah. Whopper. It was okay. pretty amazing. No yeah. meat. That's good. That's good to know. Yeah, because I keep <coughs> wanting to, to try one. Um, yeah, so so and then then you get in line for the funhouse, and it's the same funhouse that you see in the movie. The the big clown mouth, the rotating tunnels, you walk through it, and then you walk the through all the clowns swinging back and forth. Did it have the mirrors, too? Like the mirrors? Yep. We, well, first you go through the clowns, just like in that. The clowns were swinging back and forth. Oh, the ones that swing back yep. and forth, yeah. Yep, just like in the movie. And then you have the, uh, the mirror room, which the mirror room was crazy because... Just like a regular mirror room, they're everywhere. But then this one mirror isn't really a mirror, but it looks like a mirror. But it's a it's a screen behind a mirror, and every once in a while you see Pennywise Pennywise run by. Oh, <laughs> oh sweet! Man. Like, what the fuck? Because you're going through the yeah, you're going awesome. through like the maze, and it's like I'm feel I have my hands in front of me, and my daughter's like got her ears covered because there's like scary sounds and stuff, and I'm like trying to touch the wall in front of me to see if it's glass or a mirror or what the fuck I'm walking into, and then you just see like Pennywise dart past. Uh, on the side mirror, and you're like, whoa, what the fuck? Uh, but that was pretty awesome. And then once you get through that, you walk into this weird kind of, like, 3D room that looks like Pennywise, and it's, like, there's all kinds of, like... You can't tell what's going on in the room, but these people are wearing full-body costumes that they blend right into the fucking wall, and they just jump out at you. Like, the lights aren't even out, but you can't even see the people until they jump out at you. Okay. Wow. Uh, and then you open this door and you're in Mrs. Mrs. Kirsch's living room. And I posted a picture of that. Oh, like there's her couch and the pictures. Oh, yeah, all the yeah. pictures Remember that, that were picture? on her walls were on the walls in the in the room. Yeah. And there's a kitchen. And then the kitchen, there's a very dim light in it. 
and you hear, have a seat, honey. Would you like some oh, tea? Man. And then you're like standing there waiting for a couple minutes. And then like the lights flicker and the old lady jumps out of the fucking kitchen door. And I'm like, ah, what the? No yeah, way. It was crazy. Callie almost shit her yeah. pants at that scene. <laughs> uh, I'm like, holy crap. And then you leave that room and all of a sudden you're in the sewer. Oh, and sweet. you're walking through the uh, sewer, like and corpses yeah, floating well, around the water. No, but there's like water dripping, and then you look up, and you see um, um, Georgie's raincoat hanging in, like hanging from the ceiling, like coming in through a rain gutter. Yeah, and then you see these three balloons inflate behind you, and they one at a time turn. And it says, "Witness its end," <laughs> as as uh, they cool. turn around. Um, and then you go around the corner, and um, all of a sudden you're in, uh, you're behind the bleachers in that scene in the movie. So, okay. and you walk between like the the this fence and another bleacher next to you, and you go around the corner, and then you stop for a couple minutes, and you see Pennywise's eyes in the background, and then like the whole oh, like they're under yeah, the and then yeah, like the whole bleachers start blowing. to shake, and the lights freaking flashing on and off, like. I don't know what kind of rig cool. they had. Oh, that but they had sweet. like this hydraulic system that was making the whole bleachers shake and bang around. And then Pennywise yeah. like comes running out of the back corner right past you, and everyone's like screaming. And then you open the door and you're out. Oh, okay. like it was fun. a lot of fun. How long did it take to walk through? About 10 no, minutes? No, it was about 15. the whole experience between you know playing the little arcade game, the little uh, games, carnival games, and then going yeah. through the walkthrough is 45 minutes total. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was good. Because cool. each of those rooms you stop in for a couple minutes and then stuff happens, like the old lady or the the room where people yeah. jump out and stuff. So it was, it was pretty cool. Yeah. It was a pretty cool experience. Sweet. Uh, great marketing, actually. And the posters they had everywhere was awesome. And I wanted to buy one but didn't have any for sale. Yeah. Oh, really? Re- were they all like prize? They were prizes? Yeah. You had, to w- you had to win them. And the way it worked is oh. so when I got out, the, the way I won my prize is you get this little red ticket. And for every ticket you have, you get to spin this wheel. And whatever the wheel lands on is what you get. Oh. And I wanted the poster so bad because they had the big carnival poster there. and yeah. But only one tiny slot on the stupid wheel was to win the poster. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you just got a sticker and a whopper. Yeah, <laughs> sticker and a whopper. Uh, but it was still good. Yeah, that, the yep. movie was fantastic. The ending was great. A lot of people complained about the ending, right? Because they're like, oh, no, all they did is belittle him. But really, what they were doing is taking his energy away. Because remember, right. he yeah. feeds Because it was fear, fear that powered right. him. So when all these adults no longer had any fear, they were able to take that energy away from him and shrink him right, down to made size. Him small. And just like... Because that's what he said. There's more than one way to make, some, make something right, small. Right, right. And just like in the book and also in that TV show, they rip his heart out and crush it. And that's how they yeah. kill him. I thought it was great. I thought... Yeah, I me thought too. the characters were great. They were very convincing to make you believe that those were the same kids. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, and everyone was saying, well, you know, they for how did they not remember each other? It's almost like they were just getting introduced to each other. But it has that... They explained that. Right. It had that overpowering shadow that kind of makes you forget about it. Right. Um, and and the scene where he's like, I'm, I've waited for you for 27 years. Mm-hmm, yeah. I have longed for you. I have missed you. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah that creepy. was freaking really creepy. I mean, that that little girl scene under the bleachers was so freaking creepy. Like, yeah, th- and you know, it was sort of like I, I like 
like you said, it was from the book that Stephen King actually, like the girl, you know, had the birthmark yeah. and, you know, Pennywise didn't care and he was like using it against yeah, her. Yeah, you know I mean, it was like creepy as fuck. He's like, you know, people make fun of me. And he's like, oh, people make fun of me too. I you know? can make just, that go care. away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just, I thought that was neat. You know, just. No wonder fucking clowns are creepy. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. See, I, I recommend anybody who's you know a fan of horror, definitely. If you haven't seen it yet. Oh, yeah. Go oh, see yeah. it. And you know what? It didn't feel like a long movie. I think no. they, their no, execution didn't. of things was just right. I mm-hmm. think mm-hmm. I think um, the pacing was pretty good. Um, and and the 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 reintroduction to the past for each of those characters was freaking awesome. I loved it. I loved yeah. the movie. It was really good. And I will definitely. I mean, I already have it pre-ordered for digital. When it comes out, I'll, I'll have it right away. And when that collector's edition Blu-ray double feature comes out, you. 4K. You bet your ass I'll have it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what do we all give this? We uh, So out of, out of five stars, what do you think, uh, Craig? I'll go... Uh, I'll go four. Yeah, Chris? Can, are we, do we got to do halves or can we do like quarters? You can do quarters. I say 4.25. 4.25, that's pretty good. Yeah. I'm going to give it a straight up four. Um, So I'll say we'll give it a nice average of four. We'll say four. Okay, yeah, that Uh, works. Four to five stars from the crew here at uh, the American Nightmare podcast. That's a must-see movie, I think. Um, Definitely. If you're into horror, if you're into Stephen King, if you're into that stuff, this movie will uh, satisfy the appetite you have for horror. Absolutely. Awesome. So, all right, so all right. Uh, we'll work on a, a top five list for next time and um, think about what we're going to watch. For yeah, the we'll have to. Right? I, I am back and forth a little bit. Whose turn is it really to pick a movie this time around? I think I'm going to say that Gosh. it was my choice, so we can move on to okay. somebody else. Okay. It might be Craig's, actually. I'll, yeah, I'll all right, one. so let's, uh, let's discuss it in the coming weeks. Maybe we'll do, uh, how about we just do that in the tall grass? That comes out October 4th on Netflix at Stephen yeah, King. Yeah, that, that works for me. Or is that too much Stephen no, King? No, 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 it works for me. <laughs> no. No, it Dude, looks Stephen good. King is the master so, of horror. Come on. So we'll do in the, we'll do the uh, in the t- in the. Yeah, tall I don't grass. know if you knew it or not. By the way, too. Um, so Stephen King's um, adversary to the pen is Dean Koontz. Guess okay. who appeared in it? Chapter two. Dean Koontz was I, in it. I know what he looks like too. He has a yeah. mustache. He used to have a mustache, but I read uh, I read a few of oh his yeah, books. He was in I never found him as as scary as Stephen King, but I did read I did read a few Coons books. Yeah, he made a uh, cameo uh, in it, Chapter Two. Um, in yeah. fact, let me see. Uh, what character was it? If they have it, let's see. I'm trying to uh, like think back if I could pick him out. Uh, I can't find it. Let's I see. know that he was in there. It had something. Oh, oh, uh, da, 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 da. Yes, it was the guard in the when Henry Bowers. Uh, it says uh, when Henry Bowers broke out of uh, the jail. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the guard that got stabbed. Uh, no. no. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Yeah. So we'll have to think of a top five then too. <laughs> Who's uh, top five? Uh, do we do that? Too? No. Well, let's uh, let's uh, 
just we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll, yes. we'll do some IMing back and forth, and we'll figure it out this week. We got some time before we can record again. But I'm gonna get the uh, episode 19 up this week, and then uh, have to edit this one and try not to be so goddamn late. But let me tell you, <laughs> moving here was an absolute disaster. So, um, yeah. the moving trucks, they broke so much shit. Um, Ugh. Uh, and a whole bunch of bullshit I had to deal with. But, mm. well, I'm sure it's insured. <sighs> That's a whole nother story. Yeah. Oh, boy. Anyway, awesome. Thanks, All guys. Right. And, yep. uh, we'll talk to you. And I am. Later. Okay. Later. Right.